0: Today, we've got a really interesting little topic. We're heading to Ireland with an interesting focus. We
1: are, and we're talking bridges, natural and otherwise. Sounds
0: good. Also, a bit of a taking to water as well. A bit of taking to
1: water and some advisory insurance.
0: We're talking travel, Sally Lucas, Ireland. We're heading there first.
1: We will head to Ireland first. And I just this is a lovely little article I thought was interesting when I was looking at the Irish uh, Island website. If you're ever wanting or you're thinking of going to Ireland, it's just www.ireland.com, and you'll get heaps of really wonderful information of how and what to see in, in Ireland, and it's says at the beginning of this article that Ireland's been building bridges for centuries in more ways than one. And I guess it has, hasn't it, when you think whether it's been politically or in all sorts of ways. But we're talking about both man-made and natural bridges. So one of them here is called the Quiet Man Bridge in the county of Galway and it's a stone bridge that arches over the Owenriff River and it marks, they say, a possibly a poignant scene from The Quiet Man. The big man, Sean Thornton, who was John Wayne, is back from America to claim his family homestead and it's here from the bridge that he spies it the new homestead for the first time, so that's why that was named. Um, there's another one called the Gap of Dunlow in County Kerry, and it was once home to Kate Kearney or Kearney, whose legendary hospitality began in an illegal bar where she distilled an illegal form of poitin they call it or an alcoholic drink or called pachine. Pachin, Is oh, it? Oh, yeah. Yes. Pachin, or Kate Kearney's Mountain Dew, so she ignored the law, selling it to tired travelers who'd pass over this wishing bridge to take a sip. And the cottage still welcomes visitors to this day, albeit without the Mountain Dew on, on the menu. Oh, so that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Another one is Foley's Bridge in Tollymoor Forest Park in County Down, and it's one of 16 bridges that span the Shimna River in Tollymoor Forest Park, and it was a filming location for the Game of Thrones. And it's said that James Hamilton, the second Earl of Clan and his wife Grace Foley didn't have children, so it's believed they were named after their nieces, who were both named Harriet Foley. Oh. So there you go. Another one is the Thomond Bridge in Limerick. Uh, King John's Castle was erected between 1200 and 1210 to defend the arches of the Thomond Bridge, which crossed the mighty Shannon between Limerick and Clare. And at the bequest, uh, all at the bequest of King John, the brother of Richard the Lionheart. That was mm-hmm. why that one was built. Mm-hmm. Um, Peace Bridge in Derry, Londonderry City. It connects the two sides of the River Foyle. And it's designed for pedestrians and cyclists alike. And quite literally, reconnected once to divided communities, so a bridge in more ways than one. And then there's the Ha'penny Bridge in Dublin. It was originally christened the Liffey Bridge back in 1922, but the Dubliners will forever know it as the Ha'penny Bridge, built to replace the city's ferry service and was first opened in 1816 and the toll was the same as the ferry.
0: So, Lots of bridges
1: and viaducts. There's two wonderful viaducts, the Glendon and Tassa Viaduct, which are on the Causeway Coastal Route as well in uh, County Armagh. And then you've got this path, I don't know if you've heard of this, Jane, the Gobbins Cliff Path in County Atram. And it's only recently reopened. It was created over 100 years ago and it was closed in 1954. But it's been all restored now. But when I read about it, you have to be, I think, amazingly fit. To, really? to do the walk. And you can only do it as a guided two and a half hour walk. It's about 35 minutes northeast of Belfast near Larne, And part of it is a tubular bridge, an exposed tubular bridge, which hangs 10 metres above the sea. But mm-hmm. they say you do have to be fit. You do need to book in advance. Um, you've got to have really strong hiking, walking shoes, windproof, waterproof jackets. They give you a hard hat and some of it is quite steep and um, un, not level. So you've got to have a good level of fitness as well to do that that walk for two and a half hours. So there's some interesting things you can do in Ireland around bridges and walks, etc., mm. as well as just enjoying the countryside anyway and the hospitality.
0: And the beautiful green. Oh,
1: yes, it's always you know, that emerald green, eh? That's why they call it the Emerald Isle, don't they? I mean, certainly, it, certainly we, we don't have that colour at the moment.
0: We're talking travel and we're heading, we're still in Britain We are. Yes,
1: We're staying there for a little bit before we just talk about insurance, as I mentioned earlier. But this is, we've talked about river cruising many times, Jane, I know, but this is a new one. It's a brand new cruise on the Royal River Thames. Wow. So that's a little bit different. And it's on a vessel called the Magna Carta, quite appropriately named, and it's limited to just eight guests So it'd be like being on a barge cruise, you know, as you do in in France. So you've got the same opportunity to do this in the UK now. Um, So it's got a lovely lounge area, indoor dining area, sun deck with alfresco dining area outside as well with sun lounges and a heated spa. So it's considered the most luxurious vessel cruising the British Isles at the moment. So it leaves obviously from London, as as naturally it does. And then you go on to, uh, as they say, Henley-on-Thames, of course, and you have things like afternoon cream tea at a hotel you know or you all these incredible things that are included they take you into oxford of course they take you off the magna carta they're doing all these little side trips as well where they've often of course do the uh, the regatta mile they cruise that where you have the famous five-day rowing event and you're going through sort of the different locks of course wonderful old towns. so the places you probably wouldn't get to all the time if you were doing a road trip again you know so it's it's an interesting itinerary obviously it goes into to win Windsor as well, and Windsor Castle and Hampton Court Palace. and I so rather like
0: the idea of going on a vessel called the Magna Carta past where the and Magna and Carta was, was signed. signed.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so even at the end, you enjoy a visit to the Royal Muse at Buckingham Palace. And so there's all sorts of wonderful inclusions in this on this vessel. So if you're thinking of doing a little, been to the UK before, but you'd like to do something a little bit different, I think this would be a wonderful thing to do. So on the old River Thames and just taking in some of those lovely villages all the way and with some lovely inclusions. Oh, um, ashore as well as all the beautiful dining experiences you get on board so that is fantastic Now, Jane insurance, I did want to talk about travel insurance again today um, based on an article that was written by a well known writer of the Sydney Morning Herald in the money section of the um, Sydney Morning Herald on Wednesday it's a very interesting article if anyone has, has read it or if you wanted to have a look and find it I'm sure you could about travel insurance so actually ASIC is going to be looking into travel insurance later this year Um, because they say it's the insurance uh, area that has the most loopholes that isn't fair to customers. So what we want to iterate here or reiterate is, of course, travel insurance is essential, but make sure you know who the underwriter is. If you're not sure of a company or, you know, how well they perform when a claim is made, that's the important thing, of course, not how cheap it is when you buy it, how good they are if you have to make a claim. That's the really important thing. Talk to your travel agent because they know they have been dealing with insurance companies for years and know the ones that have treated their customers well and a lot of people take insurance out like through a credit card or you know because a frequent flyer offers them something but always ask for a copy of the policy always and look at what the exclusions are there's never as many like the inclusions go on forever because you're covered for just about everything which is what you want but you also need to know what's excluded now one case that was mentioned in this policy was this lady had a laptop in her suitcase she was traveling between Cambodia and Thailand and someone decided they'd like to help themselves to her laptop so she thought she'd read the fine print of her policy um, but obviously not completely and um, they came down to the loophole they got out of, you know, uh, doing her claim for her, paying out her claim, was that your luggage must be with you at all time. And she said, Well, how is that possible when you're on a plane and it's in the hold or the luggage handles are handling it? But this is where you've got to be careful. And you will find now a lot of companies will not cover you. It'll state that if you put your laptop in your. Uh, checked in luggage Mm -hmm. not your hand luggage Mm -hmm. so you really need to look at the exclusions how much the excess is and for those adventure seekers out there you're not always covered for motorbikes for climbing mountains for whatever you might have to take an extra policy I know even when Scott did one of his treks which was considered more a climb than a trek he could only find one company in the world it was a Dutch company that would you know, take out his insurance because of the altitude he was climbing and because he had to use ice picks and chains and so on. So you really do, you know, you must look into it. Don't treat it lightly. Sure, you need travel insurance, but check if what's the right one for you and it's going to cover what you need and what you want. Be very careful.
0: What deals time. What's around in the current travel
1: market, please? Okay, well, got quite a few here today, Jane. I'll get through them as quickly as I can. This is a flash sale. It's just come through, only valid till the twelfth of August, so you don't have very long to do this one. And it's valid from now till the thirty-first of October too for the Maldives. Now, this is a four-night package. It's just a land content only. You buy your own um, airfares to go with this, but it's four nights on a half-board basis, which is either breakfast, lunch, or you know, breakfast, dinner, which you prefer and a four star resort it's it's just under thirteen hundred and twenty dollars per person but that is a really good package when you consider that's all your meals or there's a five star resort available as well for a slightly higher level on that so if you're interested in the maldives that is a really good rate sticking with islands of course we always say about the winter chills these days so there's a few here uh, poppies on the lagoon at Vanuatu these are to book by around the 16th and 15th of August. Uh, Poppies on the Lagoon, as I said, breakfast are included, airfares, et cetera, from under $1,000. That's a saving of actually about 1000 The Edgewater Resort in the Cook Islands, um, there's a saving of a, over $1,000 there on a five-night package. And Shangri-La Fiji, and there's a saving of um, over $1,200 again. So really great savings if you're thinking of islands. Um, Uniworld have got lovely river cruises. Um, they've been voted number one river cruise line in the travel and leisure 2019 world best awards so they're inviting you to sail on their 2020 all-inclusive luxury river cruises with three amazing new offers now this finishes the 16th of august um, it starts from under 3,700 per person that's a lead-in price economy flights included you need to check what dates that's available for though with your agent and also they've got a, a plus an additional 10 percent early payment discount if you pay in full as well by 16 august So that's not bad. That's fantastic savings. AAT Kings, lovely tour operator, Australian tour operator that uh, operates Coach Tours within here and New Zealand. They've extended their offer from July now through to the 31st of August. Um, So you can either choose to fly free or receive an up to $1,000 air credit per couple on a selection of their best-selling guided holidays. Again, check with your agent which tours that is available on. And this is a nice one too, Jane, book uh, until 30 August. And it's a rail and sail. It's a 25 night cruise, rail and stay package on the Serenade of the Seas and the Indian Pacific. So three nights aboard the Indian Pacific and a wonderful 18 night cruise and four nights on land accommodation and that's under $5,500 per person and Sri Lanka, a lovely holiday if you're looking to go to Sri Lanka. It's quite popular these days. People love going to Sri Lanka. Uh, there's a saving of $2,100 per person on a 13 day, 12 night tour. Valid for travel one September through to 31 October. Other dates are available at a surcharge and booked by 30 September. So there's lots out there. As usual, Jane, there's just so many early bird deals coming out all the time for 2020, both to Europe and other Asian destinations as well. So just keep your eye out. And
0: some of the early bird specials for next year would be available longer than the middle of August, a lot of these. Yes, some
1: of them are. The the dates will vary. You just need to check depending on what destination you're travelling to. Um, But, yes, the cut-off date does differ with different companies.
0: And that's Talking Travel for today. We'll be back next Friday.
1: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health,